Hello, this is Catherine from I Know I Need to Stop Talking and massive thank you to the lovely lady who very kindly pointed out to me on Facebook when I last shared last week's podcast that telling people who you are on podcasts is a really good and a helpful thing to do, which makes complete sense because you're just listening to random voices. How else would you know who it is? I have a lot to learn in the way of podcasts, partly because I don't listen to them and that's not for any reason other than I really, really struggle to take in information when people are just talking to me, which is as much of a delight as you can probably imagine for my poor, long-suffering family. It's like films. I know lots of people really, really love films. And don't get me wrong, there are some amazing films out there. And most of them, I really, really struggle to understand what's going on because I I start, I go and watch a film. I have really good intentions. I'm like, right, I'm absolutely going to concentrate. And I, you know, start the film and I start listening And then just stuff comes into my head, like, I wonder how many bananas monkeys eat in a day. Do they eat bananas at all? Is it a stereotype? We shouldn't stereotype monkeys. That's terrible that we stereotype monkeys. And and before before you know it, I'm I'm off on this kind of monkey-banana-related thought. I genuinely don't even know why monkeys and bananas have even come into my head. That in itself is, is disturbing. But I'm terrible at taking in the spoken word. I'm bad with songs as well. I really like, I love music. Love, 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 love music. I've probably got about 300 favourite songs and I genuinely cannot tell you the lyrics to to almost any of them, which is particularly worrying when you think about the fact that I actually trained in musical theatre originally. My my favorite. Obviously, everybody has their 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 kind of their lyrics mess ups, right? When they when they get confused about what the real lyrics are versus the lyrics that they heard in the song. I think my favourite confusion, which I genuinely had until well into my twenties, when Mister I Know I Need to Stop Talking put me right. There's a song. I th- I think it's by Prince. Maybe I'm not very good with artists either. It's called. It's the lyric goes: She wore a raspberry beret, like the hat kind of thing, and. I listened to that song for a long time and 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 I kind of sing along as you do sing along with with songs and I was absolutely convinced that the lyrics were not she wore a raspberry beret but she was the last ferret to slay those are are not the lyrics to anybody else who might also be under the illusion that prince is singing songs about ferrets I think it's a gap in the market there's not enough songs about ferrets and certainly not songs about slaying ferrets, although we shouldn't slay ferrets. That would be a very wrong thing to do. But yeah, words are confusing for me. So I'm hugely grateful to all those of you who are a little bit more focused than I am and can actually listen to the words that I'm saying and, and take them in. Although having just listened to that big long ramble, you're probably wondering why why did you bother? Uh, but as always, thank you so much for all the support that you've given me with the podcast. Please do keep suggesting things, tips, tricks, things you'd like to hear me chat about, ideas, stuff that I'm not doing that I probably should be doing because I just don't know very much about the world of podcasting. But it's been a lot of fun so far. I've, I've properly enjoyed doing it. And it's been quite nice timing as well in terms of it's a very strange time right now for everybody. And it's a particularly strange time because this week, this week, at last, everybody fucking went back to school. Ah, It was wonderful. It was so wonderful. And it it was wonderful because, so Jamie had gone back last Friday and Beth went back on Monday this week. And actually that was really wonderful because she was so happy to be back and she saw her friends in the playground and she just ran over to them. And, and it made me realise that while my kids have been amazing during lockdown and been very chilled and have been fine and have got on with things, that actually they so needed that social interaction and to be back 
just just with their friends you know I think I think learning is of course learning is important but that that almost concerns me less than actually them having that social interaction with their friends I mean I say that they need that if Jamie was listening to this right now he'd be like oh what are you going on about um, because he would be quite happy being a pant wearing hermit until the end of time but I think even he has has quite enjoyed being being back with his friends but yes everybody went back on Monday and oh my goodness me once I'd got over the joys of doing two two school runs which are meant to happen at exactly the same time and, and goodness me this is this is no criticism of schools everybody working in schools you are amazing 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 people and I'm sure we will all get our heads around this weird and, and, and wonderful world we're, we're currently living in but yeah, trying to simultaneously be in two places on opposites of opposite sides of the town at once is a little bit challenging. But I think we've we've kind of found our way around this. But they they all went to school, and then I had taken the day off on Monday just to well partly just to get my head around the two school run thing, and so they all went they went to school, and I took myself off for a long walk, and then I came back, and I sat in my house. And it was silence and it was the most wonderful, wonderful silence of all. And I was like, oh my goodness, I have never felt more relaxed and chilled out in my life. And then I started going, oh, but I really miss them because such is the paradox of parenting. Can't wait to be without them. And then when they're not there, yes, you really bloody miss them, however annoying they are. But yes, yeah, so that was the first day back at school. Like I say, Beth has, has loved being back. Jamie has definitely not loved being back, but he, he is really enjoying coming out of school or actually going into school every morning. And me sort of saying to him, have you got everything? And and he'll come out with his, oh, yeah, no, I, I just remembered that I've completely forgotten that um, I didn't do that really important maths uh, assignment, which is basically responsible for 90% of all my grades up until I finish university. And while clearly saying it like that, it should be obvious that he's lying. You know what it's like when you're running around madly in the morning, there was a split second of me going, shit, is he telling the truth? Is he telling the truth? Has he forgotten his fucking assignment? But no, he hadn't. He just likes to wind me up. But he, unlike probably the rest of the country, he is desperate for another lockdown to the point that when I pick him up each day and sort of say, how was your day? How did it go? His main highlight for me every day is kids in his class who are looking a bit ill, might be ill soon, thinks he has, he thinks they have the potential to maybe at some point get coronavirus. Not, I hasten to add, because he wishes anybody to get poorly. He's a lovely, lovely boy. But my goodness, he misses sitting in his pants all day, not having to interact with another human being. So if we do get another local lockdown, while most of us will be frustrated and, and disappointed and, and feel upset, there will be one 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 person in the UK who will be so, so happy with their lot, and that will fundamentally be Jamie. But I hope everybody's doing all right. It's been a very, very strange week with cases going up. I mean, it's just been a fucking bonkers year, hasn't it? I mean, 2020 is a bit much, really. But in you know within all the madness and the chaos and all of that, there have been some moments of some moments of sheer joy, and and one such moment of sheer joy was my purchase this week, which I shouted about on social media because I was so happy. I bought leggings with pockets, leggings with pockets. Twenty twenty, you may have taken away, but my goodness, you can also giveth. It turns out. Oh my goodness, they're a joy. They are an absolute joy. And I posted about them online and I was very entertained by the sheer number of you who shared my joy and enthusiasm. Because they're not just pockets, they're proper pockets. You can actually get shit into them. I can get a mobile phone 
and a thing of keys into one of my pockets. And yes, it may then look as though I've got the most strange bulbous growth on the side of my thighs you've ever seen, but I don't care because when I'm out walking, I can't see that. They're so comfortable, they're so soft. It's like having your legs stroked in a non-weird, perverse way. Oh, they're just, they're a wonder. They have been the highlight of 2020. I'm a natural optimist, so I fear in years to come, when I look back at 2020, I will forget COVID and I will forget lockdown and I'll forget all the shit. And people will be like, 2020, and I'll be like, leggings with pockets, it's an actual thing. Oh my goodness me, it was a, it was a joy. And perhaps the best moment about buying the leggings with pockets was I bought them online and you take a bit, of a bit of a punt when you buy things online but I bought them and because they're leggings and because god love leggings they are just the most accessible agreeable item of clothing they stretch doesn't matter if you don't get quite the right size they cover up all the bits of you they suck you all in they they hold your phones and your keys I mean it was just it was a delight it was a delight I fear it will be in sharp contrast to the next two purchases that I have to make on the clothing front. Having done the children's school uniform, it's now time for me to sort myself out. And I have the absolute unparalleled joy coming up of needing to purchase new jeans and a new bra. For anyone who has ever bought new jeans or indeed a new bra, you will know what a fucking hideous soul-leeching process it is to try and find a pair of the bastard things that actually fit, actually fit. So jeans, jeans, let's start with jean shopping. So I, like probably most of us, have, I think, lost months, if not years of my life to trying to find pairs of jeans that fit me. And this is because, and, and I don't wish to malign clothes manufacturers here, I'm, I'm sure there are some that are brilliant, but just the sheer lack of consistency in clothes sizing between one shop to another. I've ranted about this for, for years and years, but how, how is it possible that in one shop I can be a 10, in one shop I can be a 14, and in another shop they ask me to leave because I'm a danger to shipping and I'm not going to get anywhere near their sizes. I, I don't understand how that can be a th thing. I also don't understand why women's clothing has to come in sizes 10, 12, 14, 18, 22, whatever. What if I'm a size 13 or a 15? Or I'm like a, I don't know, a, t a 12 round the waist and a, and a size 57 round, round my ass. I mean, I am, I am blessed, cursed, depends on how you want to look at it, with a really small waist and a very generously sized derriere. Clothes manufacturers, it's like, no, computer, computer says no, computer says no, does not compute. So trying to find jeans in normal times has been a just a fucking nightmare. I mean, honestly, hours, days, weeks, months of my life trying on pair of jeans after pair of jeans after pair of jeans and do the usual thing. You get them past your knees and then they get stuck on your thighs or you get them all the way up and then they gape to the point that you could probably fit, I don't know, 12 chessboards down down the waistboard, waistband with you as well. Or you find a pair of jeans that looks absolutely perfect in the mirror and then you turn around and somebody's written in Diamante Studs Baby Girl on your buttocks, which I don't know about you, that's not quite the look that I'm going for. Or then you manage to find the holy grail, you find a pair of jeans that fit and you're like, brilliant, right, I'm going to buy this in every colour and every size. And then you get them home and the pair of size 12 jeans that fitted perfectly in the blue won't even go past your fucking knees in the black. What is that about? I don't understand. I don't understand how it works. And of course, that's in normal times. So we're not in normal times now. Quite rightly, clothes shops, you, you can't try stuff on. 
So I, to be honest, I mean, I'm literally sitting here having this conversation and thinking, I, I don't know why I even think I'm going to bother. It's leggings with pockets all the way. That's going to have to be the future because the thought of, of jeans shopping. And, and I did the thing every time I, I find a pair of jeans that fits, I did the thing that everybody tells you, you should absolutely always do. And I bought multiple pairs of that pair of jeans that, that fitted perfectly. I, I absolutely did that. I bought multiple pairs of those pairs of jeans. And gradually, just because I'm clearly far too rough with my clothing, they've, they've all worn through. And yeah, I have no jeans that fit. But it's okay, because we have leggings with pockets. Leggings with pockets. That, that, that will be my future. Unfortunately, leggings with pockets cannot solve the hell which is needing a new bra. And maybe, maybe this is just me. I, I don't know. I have the same problem with bra shopping as I do with jeans shopping, which in theory, it should be easier to, to find bras that fit because at least, you know, there's like a letter and there's a number. I'm nearly 40 and I still don't know what the letter and the number mean. But nevertheless, there is, there is a letter and, that, and there, is a, there is a number that goes with it. But still, bras are, bras are difficult beasts and you can find one that fits perfectly and one letter and one number. And then a bit like the, the colourways with the jeans, you try on the same, same letter and number in a different style of bra and it doesn't work at all. So I have no doubt I will be devoting many, many late night hours to trying to find a bra that keeps my mammaries intact and under control and actually fits. I, I do have, to be fair, you know, online shopping could be a lot worse because I, I do have lots of memories of bra shopping when my kids were small, particularly, because I think you go through that phase, don't you, when you have a baby and you have to wear those, those horrendous, horrendous breastfeeding bras with like little button things and suddenly your boob flaps out. That's a terrible item of clothing. Very practical, very practical. Absolutely fucking hideous looking. But I remember sort of having had my kids and then post breastfeeding both of them and then thinking, oh, thank God I can finally have some, some underwear that doesn't run the risk of suddenly flashing my nipple at the world when the little flappy bit inadvertently unflaps itself. And inexplicably, when my kids were when my kids were little, I took them with me to go bra shopping. Which anybody listening to this would be going, "Well, you've only got yourself to blame, really, in that in that scenario." But I did. I took my children took my children bra shopping with them, and they were probably some of this blog's very earliest earliest posts and earliest memories were the absolute debacle that followed as a result. Beth, as a as a little toddler streaking through the shop when I say streaking I mean in terms of speed thankfully she wasn't naked although to be honest in this scenario anything is plausible with a bra on her head seeing the Batman tune that that was a good that was a good moment past the sales assistance there was the time when I went bra shopping and I don't sometimes I don't know how these things happen to me I'd been bra shopping I'd been and tried on a large number of bras had found one that fitted and uh, it must have been before Beth was born because I think I had, Jamie must have, Jamie was in the pushchair I think, so he'd come with me, he'd been pretty good on that occasion, not on the occasion that I will recount in a moment, but he was pretty good on that occasion. And then I was walking back, I think, yeah, we were walking back to the car afterwards and I stepped ahead of him to press the button on the pedestrian crossing to cross the road and he said something along the lines of, mummy, something on your bottom and i reached around to to my to my bottom and found that inexplicably a sticker from one of the new very modern types of bras had got stuck to one of my buttock cheeks the sticker said in very very large lettering memory foam yeah and i just walked through the entire town with a sticker saying memory foam stuck on my ass so there's one of those one of those life memories that that goes with you 
But my 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 favourite my favourite bra shopping moment, and and I will remember this when I do my online shopping for bras and try to feel very grateful that however difficult it is, at least I'm not repeating this. Was when Jamie must have been three, I would say two, you know, nearly three or or just about three, and we went bra shopping. We went bra shopping, and it was quite quiet. We were up in the lingerie department. It, it definitely had sort of flashbacks to that episode of Father Ted, which is very funny. This was like some fucked up episode of that Father Ted episode, and we were upstairs going around looking looking for bras, and and Jamie sort of was was playing underneath the um underneath the clothes racks and I was searching searching for bras in the right size and then suddenly he materialized from around the corner of a of a um, hanging rail full of bras and he was wearing a bra he put a bra on over his clothes and he was laughing his head off because he thought it was hilarious which to be fair if I'd been anybody other than the person responsible for Jamie I probably would have thought this was hilarious too he was wearing a big black bra and in a voice. And how is it that toddlers do this? They, they have this ability to project like they've spent three years training at the National Theatre on moments of such embarrassment. So in a voice that could shatter glass, he belted across the store, Mommy, I got the big black nipples! And he landed some jazz hands and a couple of little kicks. And I looked around and to a person the sales assistants and the other unfortunate customers in the shop on that day were absolutely killing themselves laughing as you would do right as i say if it was anybody other than other than your child so yeah the 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 big black nipples moment made it into i know i need to stop talking folklore so however hard it is to find a bra maybe i should shut the fuck up and thank my lucky stars that at least i won't have jamie in tow doing the big black nipples dance what a moment what a moment so yeah, so that's um, that's going to be my weekend plans, living on the edge, trying to search for a pair of jeans which will go up past my knees, reach my waist and stay there without me able to get the entire weekly shop down in my waistband as well. And a bra that is vaguely comfortable, holds up my boobs and doesn't cause me to inadvertently flash people. As we all know, such a garment does not exist, has not yet been invented. And goodness me, if I can find a bra that actually vaguely gives some kind of semblance of, of comfort and doesn't act as some kind of S&M device from the Red Room of Pain, which is what most bras, particularly underwired bras, do, then, to be honest, you'll probably get another post much along the same lines of the leggings with pockets. Oh, leggings with pockets. What a joy. What a joy. 2020, there is something good to you after all, and it is leggings with pockets. But I do, th- I do think, I sometimes think maybe, maybe I should have a campaign Surely it's time for clothes manufacturers, and maybe if you're listening to this and you have some kind of influence in the world of clothes manufacturing, surely, surely it's time to for some kind of amnesty, some 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 you know just some united approach that when we say a size twelve is a size twelve, it's the same size twelve whether I go into Next or Marks and Spencers or Miss Selfridge is that still going? I maybe Miss Selfridge. I'm showing my age here. Or Topshop or Debenhams or anywhere. But can a size twelve please be consistently a size twelve, and not as I say something that will drown me in one shop and won't even go past my big toe in another? It is painful. And Mister, I know I need to stop talking. Is baffled by this. Baffled by this. He sent me a message the other day asking what clothes size I was. I think he thought it was a simple question. I sent back probably 
an essay roughly half the length of a dissertation via text message explaining how if it was this shop I would be this but in this shop it would be this but only if it was in these two weeks of the month and if it was the other two weeks of the month then he would need to go up a size and a half unless it was in this shop when he probably need to go down by size and then round by three just to roughly get something that might even vaguely fit over my left elbow I think he wishes that he'd never asked but yeah men they they seem to get a much easier deal on this their their clothing is far more consistently sized Damn you, damn you with your easy, easy approach to shopping and never, ever getting to experience the big black nibbles dance, which is maybe a very good thing. But yes, we have what I hope is a week of normality. It's, oh, those little moments of normality that I personally have just valued like never before. Beth had a football match on Tuesday night this week and definitely pre-2020 football there was a lot going on I felt like I was constantly driving to training sessions or matches and it was like oh another match another getting up early or another evening that's disappeared now I'm like I'm in some bloody Rogers and Hammerstein musical I'm like skipping to the car and kicking my heels in the air and like oh we're at football it's the most amazing thing I'm sure the novelty will will wear off but standing there on Tuesday night and it was a beautiful evening we we're in a beautiful park and the sun was just setting behind the clouds and they're all playing football and having a whirl of a time. And I just thought, my God, we are so lucky. And it is the one thing I'm taking from this shit show of the year is it has absolutely made me appreciate those those just moments of just sheer happiness. It was very lovely. And I, I definitely felt very, very lucky. Very, very lucky. Remind me of that when it's January. It's minus two degrees and I'm standing in a snowdrift watching Beth play. Remind me of this little halcyon moment of I'm so privileged, I may feel rather less privileged at that particular point in time. I don't know what anybody else has planned for the rest of their weekends or indeed their weeks. I am now going to go and spend more hours than I feel it should take helping my children to understand I when they came in from school on Friday evening and I thought I genuinely thought it was a simple instruction which shows you even after all these years how little I know about parenting I thought that when I said come inside take off your clothes and put them in the washing machine that my children would come inside take off their clothes and put them in the washing machine what actually happened was, well, one of them came inside, one of them faffed around for a bit in the driveway looking for the cats and then looking in the road and then just wandering around aimlessly. And so that I managed to get them both in, by which point the second part of my instruction had been forgotten completely. And so instead of taking off their clothes, they went and ate some food in the kitchen and me flapping around as over-anxious parents will be doing in a minute. Wash your hands, wash your hands. Have you sung happy birthday two times, Beth? It's not anybody's birthday. Why am I singing happy birthday? Because the government said so. And then we have conversations about how capable or otherwise we think our government is doing in the handling of the crisis. So every day is an education. But yes, by that point, they'd entirely forgotten the instruction to take off their clothes. So I repeated that order probably a further 37, 38 times. At which point Beth took off one of her socks and we, we continued on this vein, but eventually I, I got to the point where they had both taken off their uniform and got into the shower and I said to them, and your uniform's in the washing machine? Yeah, yeah, it's in the washing machine. Yeah, it's in the washing machine. And then this morning I went out for a walk and I came back and I walked past Jamie's bedroom and I did a double take because Jamie had promised me that his uniform was in, in the washing machine. And yet despite that, on the floor at the end of his bed, there was a mysterious pile which looked weirdly like school uniform obviously I must have been hallucinating it couldn't be the case so I went to see him and I said Jamie he said yeah 
I said, your school uniform? He went, yeah. I said, you put it in the washing machine? Yeah. And he looked at me and went, oh. When you said you wanted it in the washing machine, what? What? You didn't realise that that meant you would put it in the washing machine? You thought that I meant on the floor, up in your bedroom is, is kind of fine if you can't be bothered, son? I know, it's a, it's the constant refrain of parents everywhere, how I've missed the school uniform into the washing machine routine, not. So yes, I'm going to go and spend hours trying to explain how in the washing machine really does mean in the washing machine, and then an evening looking for jeans that actually fit, and a bra that isn't going to macerate my tits. So what a joy, what a joy. I hope you're all okay, it is weird times at the minute, stay safe, look after yourselves, be kind there's not still not enough kindness going on at the moment i think people are scared and it's making people lash out perhaps at others who have a different view we all have different views on risk right and, and what the right thing is to be doing right now i think we can all be united in the fact that 2020 fucking hell what a shit show it will get better i don't know how yet and i don't know when but it will get better but in the meantime be kind be kind to others but be kind to you too look after you i think we're going to go into this strange period of time now where we're getting back to a little bit of normality in some ways, but not in others. And then those moments of normality are snatched away again. And it's it's hard, right? It's really, really hard. So stay safe. Look after you. Look after those you love. Be kind always. And I will see you again next week. Take care, lovelies. Bye bye.